And hello, internet. This is Ewan Spence, and here's the insight calling into the Valley of Song, the 37 Road. We have our contest countries. Coming up, yes, we have a finalised entry list. The national selection tickets start to go on sale, and we have a second name. Liverpool. That's a second name in terms of performer, not a second name for for Liverpool. Uh, I'm sure they can. They have local one, but I'm not going to attempt it. Yes. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Welcome to another roundup of news from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision from myself, Hugh and Spence, and the team at ESC Insight. As always, our website, www.escinsight.com, our Patreon to support us, patreon.com slash Insight. And of course, if you want to give us a little bit more help, reviews, ratings, and all of that stuff on the podcast apps, your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen, usually has a button for a star rating. Please consider it. <laughs> straight in with a jingle there. Fair enough, it feels like that sort of show. Right then, uh, we do have dates, uh, 9th of May and 11th of May for the two semi-finals and the grand final will be on the 13th of May for the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. It's going to be in the MNS Arena, but because we don't have that as a sponsor yet, we're calling it the Liverpool Arena, at the Liverpool Dockside. And remember, if you are making plans to go, uh, try and get free cancellation on any of your trips, flights, hotels and such like, uh, or make them refundable. Uh, remember, that hotel prices are likely to come down more rooms will be added as we get closer to the time there will be more cancellations for people who don't get tickets for the final show so which will open up more rooms and the bidding team have said that they do have ideas to get more accommodation into liverpool they've not been announced yet so there are a lot of options that we don't know about yet so just hold fire take it easy don't pay twenty thousand pounds a night it's going to get slightly better uh, in terms of the contest itself, we'll come on to the uh, entry list in a moment. We've got 37 broadcasters have confirmed, so we're going to have 37 countries at the contest. We also have a roll call uh, of some of the senior members of staff inside the BBC who are going to be shepherding the contest through. Martin Green is going to be the managing director, who's basically going to oversee the whole smash from the TV to the city events. Previously, he's worked at the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games as a chief creative officer. So, Big projects, certainly in the portfolio. A name that's going to be familiar to many Eurovision watchers, Twan von Neumonsen from uh, the Netherlands, returns as the head of contest. It's the same role that he had in 2021 and 2022, essentially helping each delegation sculpt their three minutes on stage to get the best performance possible. Lots of event knowledge in there. It's great to see that still being available for the show. Uh, Rachel Ashdown will be the lead commissioner for the BBC, basically. Any shows about Eurovision will go through her, uh, and of course dealing with the main shows itself. Previously a programming commissioner for the BBC since 2017 for all of the Eurovision programming, and has been on the Eurovision Reference Group 2019, 20 and 21. So again, lots of experience and knowledge in there. Also the same with Andrew Cartmel and Lee Smithhurst. Um, Andrew Cartmel will now go down as the executive producer for the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. Overall responsibility for the semi-finals and the grand final shows that goes out on television. He's our head of delegation from Duran and been in a many BBC delegation previously, as has Lee Smithhurst, who's going to be the head of delegation for the UK's Junior Eurovision entry. First time the BBC have been 
been in that contest as well. Uh, also, James O'Brien, executive in charge of production at BBC Studios. No, not that James O'Brien, the other one. And yes, we have our country list finalised. It is 37. And here's the thing. it's not We say countries, but it's actually the broadcasters, but we kind of all use the country names as well. It's kind of interchangeable. So uh, to run down to 37, um, Albania, Australia, Armenia, Austria, Azerbaijan. Armenia uh, was one of the last countries to be announced. Uh, Belgium, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic and Denmark. Czech Republic is the... The last edition, we had 34 in the last show, so we're up to 37 now. Estonia, Finland, France, Georgia and Germany. Greece, Iceland, Ireland, Israel, Italy. Latvia, Lithuania, Malta, Moldova and Netherlands. Moldova is our 37th. Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, San Marino. Serbia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Ukraine and the United Kingdom. We also have another name of a performer. Previously, we had Israel's Noah Karel. That's joined now by Cyprus's Andrew Lambo. It's an internal selection for the broadcaster CYBC. And then the familiar partnership with our Panic Records of Greece um, has been involved there as well, as has City Pop Records, who I assume um, Andrew Lambo is signed to as well. More details, song details, eh, eh, all those other details, TBC. Okay, running through the country news as well. Let's start with Estonia. Submissions have closed for Estelau, which is what acts as the national final in Estonia. 217 submissions there, 92 in Estonia, and 125 in other languages. Two semi-finals there, January the 12th and January the 14th, with a grand final on February the 11th. Malta's going the other way. The submission window there has opened for MESE, Malta Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, in the end of it, 40 songs are being sought, although note that performers must be Maltese, but the songwriting teams can be of any nationality. Quarterfinals start on January the 13th and uh, continues weekly through to the grand final also on February the 11th. Uh, Norway, there are some details in flux, but we have a bit more idea about this year's MGP selection. Uh, following the longer-running series of the last two or three years, um, MGP moves back to its sort of three semi-finals, then the grand final, still with 21 songs, which does suggest seven songs per show. But there may be some going direct to final. It's still not quite confirmed. So we might get, for example, three direct to the final and six in each heat. Or it might be five in each heat, six going through uh, and a wild card to get ten. There's a number of combinations that could be here. But head of delegation, Stig Carlson, is convinced that there are four songs in this mix that have the potential to win the Eurovision Song Contest time will tell. Uh, Portugal, it's a submissions close there for Festival de Canção. More details, names, etc. will follow. Traditionally, the songwriters have been announced there first, so we'll watch out for that and bring you the details on an Insight News podcast in the future. Uh, Spain, uh, we have a host for their national final show, Novotpur San Marino, and it's going to be Senate, who sang for the Most Serene Republic in 2011 and 2020, carrying forward into 2021. She's going to be at the front of house, and there's going to be a number of musical guests as well as the entrance as well. One of those names has already been confirmed as being Achille Lauro, who represented San Marino in 2022. Uh, when we get to now, Spain. Confirmation from the broadcaster RTVE that there's going to be a 16-strong lineup for the Benidorm Fest, and those 16 names will be announced next Thursday, the 27th of October. Tickets are going to go on sale from the 1st of November. 
November. Uh, speaking of tickets, Sweden's Melody Festival is putting its tickets on sale also on the 1st of November. You are, of course, going in there blind. No other syndications for the four heats. And, of course, who knows who's going to make it through to the grand final. But that tends to not matter. People just like buying Melody Festival tickets or big shows, especially that grand final. Heats start in Gothenburg on the uh, 4th of February and the final will be in Stockholm on the 11th of March. Uh, finally, here, 384 songs have been submitted to Ukraine's public broadcaster to take part in their national selection show, Vidbeer. That's likely going to be the first national final unless somebody gets in there first on December the 17th. One shot final, one night only. There will be an online vote as well as a jury vote as well. <laughs> Right then, what have we got uh, kicking around? Uh, well, we do have our 37 countries. Uh, ben Robertson's going to take a closer look at some of the implications of that and what it means for the semi-finals coming up in the next week at the website, www.escinsight.com. Liverpool uh, recently now, so we popped up our predictions on some of the things we're looking forward to and could expect to see at the contest in 2023. That's on the website as well. Also in the future, well, it's the big BFI Eurovision event this weekend, so we're going to have a discussion about one of the impressive bits of the shows that we're getting there, a rerun with new audio of the 1962 Eurovision Song Contest. We'll be talking more about that on the podcast next week with a special chat over coffee. And we're also going to look at the preview party scene. What does it take to start a preview party? Why do it? How do you keep it running? As we talk to the team at Barcelona Eurovision Party and I find out just a little bit more about what it takes. So, uh, all that to look forward to uh, on the show, on the website, online, social media, in all the usual places. As always, I'll just remind you all, stay safe, be kind to each other. I'll say to Ra, we'll play our guitars. The ESC Insight News podcast this week was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com or support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insights.